Shalom, shalom, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Pulse of Israel here in our eternal and ancestral homeland, the beautiful land of Israel. Before we start, just want to remind everyone, folks, social media is not the same. Censorship is happening. Our voice is getting heard and seen less. The best way to, to stay connected to us and see our videos is to go to our website, pulseofisrael.com, and subscribe to our newsletter. So just go pulseofisrael.com and subscribe to our video newsletter. Two other great ways to connect with Israel. One, here is a link I'm going to be sharing with you to help us strengthen Judea and Samaria. Those who follow me, you know and understand that strengthening the Jewish presence in Judea and Samaria it doesn't just help Israel, it helps the world in so many ways, and you can take part in it, just click on the link, all right? And number two, no matter where you are in the world, we have online virtual tours of Israel. Connect with Israel, enjoy Israel, learn about Israel anytime, anywhere. We have a whole library of virtual tours on Israel. Just visit israelisbeautiful.com and choose the package that fits for you. Now we're going to bring in Dr. Moti Kedar. Shalom, Moti. How are you today? Couldn't be better. I want to ask you about the turn with Saudi Arabia talking to Iran. Are you able to give us to, a few minutes of your insight into what, what we're witnessing? Well, what happened with Saudi Arabia is that Saudi Arabia actually failed in the fight against the Houthis in Yemen. Uh, it, they fight them for over six years, and the Houthis just became become more and more powerful. They use uh, more and more missiles in order to hit Saudi strategic uh, uh, targets uh, like oil, oil industry, airports, and so forth. And they do it uh, pinpointed. And uh, of course, they use Iranian technology and Iranian missiles and everything. Uh, but the, the Saudis so far failed to, uh, to end the Houthis or the Houthis uh, rebellion against the central government in Yemen. So uh, it, it definitely came came on the expense of the Saudi budget, and Saudi Arabia today is in big financial problems. Don't forget that the prices of oil are rather low for many, for years already, and uh, some of the uh, oil wells of uh, Saudi Arabia are dried out, and. So, so definitely, Saudi Arabia is not in a good situation. Uh, don't forget that they are attacked uh, on, in the east, in um, Rastanura. Uh, the oil oil uh, um, shipment facility was attacked by the Iranians or their aides. Uh, in western uh, Saudi Arabia as well, the harbor, the, the oil harbor of uh, Jeddah, was attacked as well by by a boat uh, with a remote control. So. Uh, definitely, uh, the Saudis have all the reasons uh, to be afraid that they are actually losing the war against the Houthis because the Houthis are supported by the Iranians and the Iranians actually win the war. And so uh, they don't expect Israel to come and help them and definitely not Biden, who definitely uh, uh, doesn't like them. And uh, in my humble view, when the Saudis look up for, to Allah, they see themselves under a bus. So, um, uh, taking this situation in account, this explains what uh, pushes them in order to, to Iran in order to maybe put an end to the wars against Saudi Arabia waged by the Houthis from the south, the Iranians from the east, the Iraqis from the north, and the Houthis also from the west. 
from the Red Sea. So uh, here it is. You don't want to be a Saudi in these days. Do you think it also has a connection to the fact that the Biden administration uh, ended the Trump administration's directive that the Houthis be considered a terrorist organization? This is part of the problem, definitely. And the, the, the willing of the Biden administration to lift all the sanctions from Iran, which will embolden Iran even more, and uh, to actually allow Iran to go, go back to the JCPOA, which enables Iran to uh, obtain nuclear weapons in less than 10 years from today. So, legally. So, uh, the Saudis definitely un understand that they have lost the war. Um, whether it is because of the Biden administration or not, but uh, definitely the, the, the behavior or the attitude which they sense uh, from Washington, D.C., is rather negative. Again, you, uh, in, in a previous uh, video interview with you before the U.S. elections, your warning about a Biden administration was the, the sand dunes of the Middle East, the politics go according to the winds, and if Biden does become president, then many of the relationships that Israel has developed and strengthened with Arab Muslim countries would change because the wind changes with the Biden administration. How worried do you think Israel should be with the fact that now Saudi Arabia is going in this direction regarding the not-so-secret strengthening of the relationship that was taking place between Israel and Saudi Arabia beforehand. Definitely. If, uh, if Saudi Arabia actually achieves some kind of agreement with Iran and the uh, tension between Saudi Arabia and Iran becomes more, uh, let's say, loosened, uh, no doubt that the Emirates will have to recalculate the route with Israel. Because uh, they cannot be by themselves and, 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 and uh, have totally different policy uh, all-heartedly with Israel, while uh, Saudi Arabia, the big neighbor and protector to a large extent, uh, takes another direction. Yeah, I mean, I asked about specifically Saudi Arabia, and here you already, you already preempted my next question, because you're saying, yes, if Saudi Arabia is turning... To, to strengthen relationships with Iran to protect itself, then the good relationship that UAE and Bahrain have with Israel can also uh, turn very easily and very quickly because those, I mean, those who understand, it was only because of tacit Saudi Arabian support from behind that the UAE and Bahrain went in the direction to strengthen with Israel. Um, yeah, so again, you spoke about this. And uh, now, now, now we're in it. Now we're witnessing it. So, any, what should we be looking out for then, Doctor Kedar? Well, we, as is, we in Israel have first of all to shape a government with a clear policy vis-à-vis uh, -vis the Middle East, and uh, with this policy and with this government, we have to approach the Americans in order to uh, to achieve the best, which which can be achieved with this administration. Right. The key word is to achieve the best, because it's not going to be good. It's going to be the best as we can be. Um, and it's not going to be easy. And it's not going to be easy. Right. And we don't know what prime minister we're going to have, because definitely, regardless of anyone's critique of uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu, I do not see any other realistic potential of a prime minister 
who could have stood up to the very hostile Obama-Biden administration on everything with all of their pressure, especially regarding the Iran nuclear deal, and who could do who could do any better or even as well as putting up with that pressure as Netanyahu today with the uh, animosity and hostility that we're seeing from this uh, this uh, Bi- Obama-Biden-Harris administration. Yes, yes. That, that's very worrying for us. Abi, you're definitely right. But don't forget what we always say, that the cemeteries are full of people who were irreplaceable. 100%. I mean, listen, even though you're putting me, I was trying to be the real politic here, but going in the, the, opti- going in the optimistic direction, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big believer that regardless of what leadership we have and what weaknesses of our leadership, we've had our weak government and our weak prime ministers who we've had to suffer for, through, Regardless, we're still around and we're growing stronger. So I'm, I'm bullish about the land of Israel and the state of Israel, regardless of how strong or weak a prime minister we have at any given moment. So that's my optimistic uh, point on this. Well, I'm a compulsive optimistic. I love you, Dr. Kedar. It's always amazing talking to you. It's mutual. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, stay safe and stay healthy, Dr. Kedar. And thanks for your insight, as always. Pulse of Israel, frontline videos from the Holy Land. Support our work by donating today.